Cole, something's wrong with the baby. My mind is fuzzy as my sleep-filled eyes try to open in response to whatever has woken me. My surroundings slowly come into focus as I look around the room in confusion. Cole, please wake up, please. Something is wrong. The fear in her voice immediately shakes the cobwebs from my mind, and I bolt upright looking toward Tatum's spot on the bed and feeling alarm when I find it empty. Cole, she says my name again, and I'm startled to find her standing next to my side of the bed. She's bent over at the waist, holding her stomach. Pain is clearly evidenced on her face, but it's the terror in her eyes that has me instantly jetting out of bed. Wordlessly, I help her sit on the side of the bed, then throw on the jeans and the shirt I had thrown over a chair only a few hours before. Wait here, I instruct her quickly as I run out of our bedroom toward the kitchen. Grabbing my car keys out of a bowl we keep on the counter, I grab the overnight bag Tatum packed weeks ago in preparation for the birth of our baby and run it out to the car before I return to her. Scooping her in my arms, I try to ignore the stabbing fear in my heart when she moans in pain from the movement. Carefully, I carry her from the apartment, somehow managing to close the door behind us and into the parking lot as quickly as possible. Locating my car in one of our two assigned parking spaces, I get the door open and place her gently inside. Reaching across her for the seatbelt, I pull it across her body and click it into place. Her eyes laced with fear meet mine. I give her what I hope is a reassuring smile, place a kiss on her forehead, and run to my side of the car. All the while, apprehension makes the hairs on my neck stand at attention. Frustratingly, I drop the keys onto the floor mat and scramble to find them and get them into the ignition, sighing with relief as my temperamental car starts without a hitch. I drive with one hand and hold hers with the other. The entire way to the hospital emergency room, I silently plead with God, repeatedly reciting prayers to please let the woman I love and the baby that already has our hearts be okay. I tell him I'll do anything, anything at all, if they will both just be okay. This pregnancy isn't something we planned by any means. We sacrificed plans, modified our lives, made significant changes, and have become optimal impending parent students these past months to get ready for her arrival. We know it's a girl. We have the ultrasound pictures proudly displayed on our refrigerator that prove it. The preparation was difficult, even exhausting at times, but necessary. Tatum decided not to go to art school and turned down the scholarship she had been offered, and I dropped out of college and quit MMA fighting. There's no money to be made with fighting. At least not yet for me. I'm too new. I don't have the time to commit given my new responsibilities. The path to success can be long and all-encompassing, and I haven't the luxury of such time right now. We need a steady income for our new family now. No, fighting wasn't in my cards, even if I thought otherwise. In an instant, Tatum and our child trumped everything. This pregnancy may not have been planned, but it was a blessing nevertheless. Tatum and our baby immediately became my number one priority. After all, they are the most important people in my life. I'd do anything or give up anything for both of them without question. In the midst of my praying and reflection, 
I glance at Tatum and see her lips moving silently, and I know she's doing the same thing.